0: Hi, and welcome to The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly of Writing in Academia, a podcast where three writing nerds discuss the joys and jitters of writing in a research context.
1: Today we're going to continue on the topic of revision. Mm-hmm. And this is a really big topic, and we have already <laughs> experienced speaking much longer than we thought we would about some aspects of revision. So we're going to keep things really narrow today, mm-hmm. and or well, this episode, and <laughs> we just think. try, just try to talk about one aspect of revision at the sentence level that can actually have a pretty big impact on how clear your message is and what your reader will interpret, and that is tense
2: hmm What sure. do we mean by tense? Are we tense? Uh, as in sort of Yeah, always tense, trying to <laughs> okay, loosen up a little help bit. Us understand tense. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's sort of the reference to time mm-hmm. is how we understand it usually. But then as we go along here, we'll, rea- we'll realize that it's not just about time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but tense is where we signal uh, on the verb in the sentence mm-hmm. uh, what sort of temporal reference we have. So, mm-hmm. uh, Say, like, I am talking right now. Mm -hmm. That is in the present tense. Mm -hmm. It's in the present progressive because I'm talking right now. Versus I talk versus I talk, which is in just the present tense yep. then. But I am talking right now is also the present. Mm-hmm. And then I talked yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's the past tense. Yes. So the present and the past, I think most people can relate to. And then we have all sorts of different combinations mm-hmm. uh, related to something called aspect, whether something is ongoing or not, mm-hmm. uh, finished or not. But we'll we'll just sort of stick to the concept of tense some sort of reference to uh, whether or not... Uh, Something was yesterday past tense or the present. Now, and then in writing, we'll see that uh, it's not just about time.
0: I haven't been thinking very consciously about this before. I just felt that when you write a paper, you write about something that happened in yeah. the past. So yeah. Yeah. The past tense is quite natural to mm-hmm. use. Mm-hmm. And then I've had students who uh, choose to write in the present tense. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so... Uh, I would just if, if I write about the experimental setup I, I, in a paper, I might write the air was filtered before mm-hmm. the intake manifold. Past mm-hmm. tense, mm-hmm. and then one of my students would write the air is filtered before the intake manifold, and I, I don't see that there's a big problem with that. I mm-hmm. mean, it, it gives the text a more direct and uh, active qualities. Somehow. Yeah,
2: there's one difference though. I mean, there's I. Th- I'm not sure because I haven't researched this. Uh, I think there's a tendency in writing today to sort of push towards the present tense. Mm -hmm. For one, you know, you have the paper and the paper exists right there. It's free of time. And for things that are free of time that we can't really tie down to happening now Mm -hmm. uh, or yesterday, uh, the present tense is quite natural. So when we talk about facts, uh, we, we talk in the present tense. So the earth revolves around the sun. You know, it didn't just revolve uh, around the sun yesterday. Uh, it's doing, but it right it's doing it right now, too. It's doing it right now, too. So it's yeah. a fact. So we say that. So the present tense is used for general facts. So one difference in, in sort of that statement or that sentence, your student makes it more general in the present tense, mm. uh, the experiment. And you sort of narrow it down to this is what I did. So in a sense, uh, you're saying that, OK, I'm just giving the experiment or the setup or the method the way I did it. Uh, I'm not going to say that this is the way it happens every time mm. or this is a general description, whereas your student then pushes it towards something that can be more general. And Some
1: I, journals are moving more toward working in the present tense, yeah. um, I think just generally, yeah, rather than having everything be in the past tense. Yeah. as a This is just a step-by-step account of what I did in yeah. this time.
2: And it Isn't relates it? to what you did too, right? Yeah. Because if you have an experimental paper, then you did something. But if you have a paper in philosophy, maybe you didn't quite do something, but you're just presenting <laughs> an argument or in math. His brain
1: just did something yeah. Yeah.
2: in maths you know logical steps and you're and you're going from one equation to the next and mm-hmm. there the present tense makes more sense
1: so i would think you know if we take this sentence the air was filtered before the intake manifold or the air is filtered before the intake manifold you listeners might notice that this is in the passive voice. We're not going to talk about the passive voice this episode. That no. will be a different episode. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to stick to the difference between was or is. Mm-hmm. So I would say. Sorry
0: for using a bad example. Of <laughs> a passive no, no, voice. no, no. It's a good example. It's a good <laughs> no, example. No,
2: it's it still works. in the past tense. Because yeah. what I
1: would say is the air was filtered before the intake manifold is something that would appear very naturally in a method section
2: mm-hmm.
1: where you're explaining what you did. Mm-hmm. But if you want to talk about interpreting that mm-hmm. particular step, in a results and discussion section, for example, you might say, in this experiment, the air is filtered before the intake manifold. And then you might explain why it's filtered mm-hmm. as a way of saying this is an important step.
2: Yep. So, so
1: sometimes it can also be that it isn't necessarily a generalizable thing, but it's just when you do the experiment this way, this is what happens.
2: Yeah, and this is what how it's done then. Do
0: mm-hmm. you get this uh, question? Or, I mean, not even quite Some people, they assume that you cannot use more than one tense in one mm-hmm. paragraph, mm-hmm. for example, or even in, in one sentence. Mm-hmm. So,
1: nah, you nah, you nah, nah. no, no, no. Mix it up. It has, it has to work. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if you do it clumsily or if you don't know what you're doing, it's like... That's a good sort of first step if you're learning how to work with tense, mm-hmm. especially if, say, you're writing in English and that's not your first language. Yeah. But sometimes you're going to come across situations where I was like, no, I actually have to change tense, and that's the best
0: solution. Yeah, because that's how I think. It doesn't matter to me if they choose to use the present tense or past tense as their primary uh-huh. you know, mm-hmm. tense. Uh-huh. But then you, the te- tense is about telling the reader if things happen before or after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, for example, um, you you could s- could say that the air is filtered before the intake manifold, because mm-hmm. previous experience showed that this reduces wear. Yeah. yeah for example. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you if you chose to write that, uh, if you chose the past tense as your primary, then you'd have to push that. Other second part of the sentence further back in time. So yeah. the air was filtered before the intake manifold, since previous experience had shown mm-hmm. this to reduce mm-hmm. wear. Right. And so, so I mean, within one sentence, you can of course you can use several mm-hmm. tenses. You can uh, use but several. They have tenses. to make sense. The they interview. have to make sense. You can sense. keep
1: that in the. Pre- you can make the whole thing in the present tense too. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. say the air is filtered before the intake manifold, since previous experience has shown this
2: reduces mm-hmm. wear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Has that's shown
1: the, oh no help me linguist. that's the is present, that perfect, present which, perfect
2: which is still in the present tense actually uh-huh. but it's it's I the sort right. of up till now uh so the present perfect think. this is what we think okay. so yeah. this is something that happened in the past but it has some relation to the sort of here and now uh-huh. so it is in the present tense
1: so you mentioned the idea of of the paper being in the here and now so mm-hmm. there are situations where we can use the present tense something that i've seen um people get stuck in sometimes is um if people are describing a plot, mm-hmm. so they have some data mm-hmm. and the experiment, you know, we did this and we obtained these results. Mm-hmm. The plot shows.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: That is because the plot is here and now for the reader, it's in the present tense. In that case, when you're discussing something that is there, that isn't a step you took when you were doing your experiment, but you're, it's, you're explaining something the reader can see right in front of them, the present tense is the right thing to do. Mm. Getting stuck in the past tense. The plot showed that. Exactly. Yeah. You know the 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 curve increased as temperature increased. No, the curve increases. I'm seeing an increase as I look at the plot right now.
2: Yeah. So we're talking plot as in not the sort of plot of the play, uh, but <laughs> the but play. as in as a, a graph. Yeah. And actually, I mean that's uh, that's interesting because I've spent a lot of time uh, looking at graphs and mm-hmm. and I noted that um, you know first you you say something like Figure uh, five shows mm-hmm. something, and everyone will use the present tense there I think yeah. people pick it up really quickly because the, the graph is there yeah. uh, but then lots of people will move back to something increased mm-hmm. uh, because then they're talking about what they saw mm-hmm. so now we're in different now we're sort of in different dif- we take different roles as a writer we see uh, we're writing it and and we're writing about the plot or the graph but then we're also remembering uh, what we did. Mm. Uh, and then sort of you you fall back into remembering, oh, this is what happened. And so it's natural to use the past tense then. And you're saying, but we see it right there. We mm-hmm. see, because the, the graph is excellent, the sort of showing temporal mm-hmm. relationship, what happens, like, you know, it goes up and down in the graph, and you can do that. Uh, that's uh, something that uh, graphs are wonderful to, uh, or you can use them to do that. But... Then, maybe you've had an advisor tell you that you should use the past tense about stuff that happened in your experiment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've talked to chemists, for instance, and they've they've said that. You know, I tell my students that they should use the past tense about uh, stuff that happened in the in the experiment. so so that's how it's done. And then it becomes really tricky, because right there, I want to use the present tense because it's right there in the graph, but I'm supposed to use the past tense. Uh, when I talk
0: about my experiment,
1: I'd love to see how many of them actually stick to that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think it (laughs) might be something that you say because it sounds, uh, you know, logical, but then I think it doesn't really work. But I see both
2: strategies. So what I teach now uh, for those sort of when you talk about plots is that, you know, you can you can pick one strategy, but it becomes really confusing if you sort of right after figure five shows, you say there is an increase or Mm -hmm. something increases. Mm -hmm. And then you fall back into talking about uh, your experiment in the past tense Mm -hmm while you're still talking about results, Mm -hmm. that type of tense shift, are you with me? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sort of shifting from the present tense about results you can see in the graph, and then you're moving along, you're giving another result that you also can see in the graph, but then you move back to the past tense. That's Mm -hmm. a sort of a, a, a funny tense shift.
1: I think it's a good idea when you're reading papers in your field to look at how the authors use tense in mm-hmm. different sections mm-hmm. and where tense yeah. shifts happen mm-hmm. and, and what that signals to mm-hmm. you.
0: Mm-hmm. But it uses good papers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, even <laughs> yeah. bad papers. Sometimes yeah. sometimes one of the things that can make a paper hard to follow is yeah. weird use of tense. Yeah. Um, I have yes, one example. Yeah, yeah. I have one example that uh, that uses this present perfect has shown. hmm or has been performed, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: when the authors are actually saying was performed,
2: we did this. We did this, And it has
1: been shown Mm -hmm. is a type of use of tense that tends to indicate this is something that's been done in the Mm -hmm. past by other people Mm
2: -hmm.
1: published in a different article versus was performed signals more often mm. that it was done in our experiment
2: at least if it's in in the results section yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. so and i think your example was in the results section yeah it was a data uh, commentary yeah it was a was a comment, a, was a comment or, or in the text commenting
0: on a yes, figure exactly I've, I've been surprised sometimes how it can be difficult for people to keep those things apart i mean what mm. happened in the past and mm. what's happening right now all, mm-hmm. until i i realized that there are some languages where they don't have an explicit no tense.
2: Yeah, yeah, like a form yeah. of the, because uh, in English you have the ending yeah. ed, happened, yeah. uh, and then you have the uh, uh, third person s on the verb mm-hmm. to mark that you know in the present tense. So uh, this happens. Mm-hmm. So those are different forms. Mm. Uh, they have suffixes. They have inflection. We say mm-hmm. in linguistics they have some a, a certain ending mm-hmm. that signals that mm-hmm. this was the past and this is the present. Mm-hmm. And then in, in some languages you don't have that, so you signal sort of reference to time in other ways, like yesterday, for instance. Mm-hmm. But I mean, uh,
0: apparently in Chinese they don't have the different.
2: No, they don't have, have the form. You have to form. understand
0: from the context where where. where yeah, time and then
2: and then you have to signal that using uh, things like yesterday or or some some other way of doing that. So, and then maybe if you know if you're Chinese you add too much of that. You mm-hmm. add too much of sort of context about mm-hmm. time uh, yeah. rather than using this actually tenses to signal that. So Swedes also
1: struggle with, because um, there's only one form of the present tense. The present mm-hmm. progressive doesn't exist in Swedish.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, well, no. it's not, uh, not in the same way. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm.
1: I see a lot of Swedish doctoral students writing, um, this is going instead of this goes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I go and I am going mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Swedish are the same. Yeah. Oh. Or, dramatically, yeah, or well, not maybe not the same. I know you're going to argue
2: with me, no, they're they're
1: they're pretty similar, so mm-hmm. it's difficult to distinguish between the two.
2: Mm-hmm. And then you know, so so you can find something like this is increasing. Yeah, yeah. Well, it doesn't and quite
0: so increase now. It, it increases. It, yeah, it yeah. increases. So, yeah. Yeah. so And since our thinking is so wrapped around language and, yeah. and how we're brought up with language, it's no wonder it can be difficult to, <laughs> exactly. to keep track of these things. Exactly. And
2: even if you're an 80s speaker, this will be difficult um, because because of the things that we talked about, that you have to, so you, it's difficult to stick to one idea. So you start writing and then maybe you set up the tenses according to the papers. You say, okay, in this paper I will show and then I show and then and I have shown, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So then it makes sense... In that from that perspective. Mm-hmm. And then you have sort of, you know, you have the figures coming in, the mm-hmm. plots coming in, and, and they are there right now. So so you're thinking, okay, so I'm going to talk about the figure and I see stuff there. But then, oh, all of a sudden you're back in your experiment and you shift to the past tense because mm-hmm. that happened. Uh, and then maybe you want to talk about what this paper says and you forget that you talked about it as will say and says and have <laughs> said. So, so you move in and out of these different perspectives or these different ways mm. of constructing your storyline. So so it's difficult. As I mean, tense is what something that is really, really difficult, and you have to make up your mind.
0: So in terms of revision, I think w- one potential problem is, you know, knowing how to use tense in the first place, Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. about. But the other is that when you write, I mean, writing is not a linear process. You're working here and there in the paper. And, mm. and quite often in, in uh, early drafts, you come across people who, uh, that uh, in a text where they they switch between different tenses yeah. uh, without knowing it
2: exactly. So
0: mm-hmm. uh, all of a sudden in the next uh, paragraph they have another primary tense, mm. and that's why you have to during the revision revision process read it carefully and and try to pay attention to. You know, what tense am I, uh, what, what have, have I chosen as my pr- primary tense?
2: So by primary tense, you mean sort of, I, okay, I'm going, to, I'm, I'm going to choose to talk about results in the figure in the present tense now. Yeah. So that is going to be my choice. Mm-hmm. That's a strategy. So if you then fall back into talking about results that you obtained in the past tense, all of a sudden, you, you don't follow your primary tense choice for that function and
1: that's fine mm. if it's if you're writing and it's just to get it on paper and yeah. so that's why i think in the, in the context of thinking about revision making the time to say mm. this pass through my paper i will revise and i will only look at tense mm-hmm. something that i try to do not very successfully all the time but i try to say if i'm going to revise i'm only going to look at one if we try and do too many things at once mm. Then Mm. we start to forget, we get sloppy, Mm. and then we end up letting things slip through. But if you can, you know, focus your brain and just look at tense in the same way that you can read a paper that you think is well-written for tense, Mm -hmm. figure out how they use tense and then how you can use that to inform your own approach to using tense. Mm. If you look at it, maybe you'll see, oh, I haven't been consistent in this Mm -hmm. paragraph. So now I'm going to go in and I'm going to fix the tense so that I'm actually conveying the message I
2: intend to convey. And a couple of slips, if your paper is well-organized... Not the uh, end of the world. Not the end of the world, and and like you said, if it's well written, read it. If it's well written, to mm-hmm. figure out how how people use tense. because this is something that we see all the time that people violate against this sort of you know uh, choice of primary tense. Also, another thing is co-authorship. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to decide. So maybe you use different primary tenses. <laughs> Or, uh, you know, uh, the different authors will so have different ideas. Different, yeah. yeah, they prefer mm-hmm. different.
1: In which uh, case, probably it's a good idea for one person to be responsible for the mm-hmm. final proofing yeah. and to be the one who so has final say.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Negotiate yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: You have a good example, Lena, in our, in our notes for this episode, mm-hmm. where you're talking about the difference between the present and the past tense actually related to this idea of working on a single thing versus trying to do two things at once.
2: Mm-hmm. This do idea I? of
1: dual task performance and single task performance.
2: Right that
0: uh, is yeah, this a nice is a sort of way to tie about, it together because that's yeah that's one of the things that I, I I'd never th- thought about that before I started talking to you about this, Lena. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how you, when you use different tense, uh, to, for me it was just about time, mm-hmm. yeah. in the past or in the present, mm-hmm. but it also sort of expresses how uh, certain you are about mm-hmm. what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so
1: the two sentences are, or the two mm-hmm. versions
0: are what? So this is uh, from a paper describing uh, something, it's a study on multitasking. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, so we have
1: dual task performance was inferior to single task performance. Mm-hmm. So you have people working on two things at once versus working on one thing at once. Mm -hmm. And we saw that people working on two things at once didn't do as well as when they were working on one thing. Mm -hmm.
2: Because it's was, and so that's the past tense. So
1: that is, here is a result that I'm reporting. That's Mm -hmm. the implication that Mm -hmm. I would read from a sentence like that. But if we change to the present tense, dual task performance is inferior to single task performance. Mm
0: -hmm. You're so certain about that, aren't you? That (laughs) interpretation becomes a general (laughs) statement. Yeah, it It does. I think
1: this is, and this could be something... You know, if you were to put that into the introduction of a, of a paper, mm. you would probably have a reference to a paper that did a study on this. And that is their main result. And, and there we go.
2: Yeah. No. So, I mean, this is uh, we talk about qualification and hedging in academic mm-hmm. writing. Sort of, you know, when you say that uh, based on the uh, results from this experiment, uh, we believe that. Yep. Uh so you say, okay, we can't really generalize and say that this is the way it is in all instances and, and every time we do something, but in this experiment, this is what we found. So that's qualification and hedging. Mm-hmm. And actually, you know, you can, you can use tense to qualify Mm -hmm. so if you use the past tense here dual task performance was inferior to single task performance then you're saying okay this is what happened in in our experiment or Mm -hmm. this is what we saw uh but if you use the present tense you you're very sure so then maybe uh if you don't want to oversell (laughs) you could qualify it so the seems or uh, our results suggests that Mm -hmm. uh, something else to qualify it Mm -hmm. But you see it increasingly now that these sort of quite general present tense uh, statements Mm -hmm. from results are becoming... uh, I think, more common in many fields. I
1: think you could qualify a sentence like that if you want to use the present tense, say mm. dual task performance is inferior mm. to single task performance. You can qualify it in a different way by saying, for example, in this experiment, yeah, right. dual task performance is inferior to single exactly, task yeah. performance. Exactly. To indicate, I am limiting this, this statement to this mm. context.
2: Only. Or if you have, if you have, a, have a figure, uh, you yep. can say something like, you know, as shown. This figure shows that. Yeah, yeah this yep. figure shows that. Yep. Then it's okay as well. But yeah.
0: since you're actually you're doing different things in the different parts of a paper, if you mm-hmm. at least if you uh, follow this IMRAD format that we've talked yeah. about. yeah,
2: you know, the introduction, method, results, and discussion uh, so organization of a paper. IMRAD. Yeah, why don't we round off yeah. by
0: saying? I
1: mean, these are not hard and fast rules, dear no. dear listeners. These are suggestions for what we think sent, tends to be the generally accepted way of, mm. of, of yeah. choosing tense for each one. So and we're going we just to work prob- through the different sections. Yeah.
0: So you should you should use basically different tenses in the different sections because you're doing different prioritize things. different yeah. tenses yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, So in the abstract, for example, what do we think? Probably the present tense eh?
2: Well, I even thought the past tense in the abstract
0: i think this is i th- we have this list here remember, yeah, and, and, yeah. and we got it from uh th- th- it's uh, yeah. actually from john swales this oh
2: is it okay yeah that, so yeah. so he's he's a guru within uh, mm-hmm. academic writing he's an applied linguist N- now see uh, i think that this is something that differs wildly in different fields yeah. Yeah. uh the uh, particularly the, in the abstract mm-hmm. so, so th- this is one yeah so have a look at your abstract you know from your field, have a look at several papers and, mm-hmm. and then see uh what is used and then you can you, you You know, you can make your own informed choice as well, Mm -hmm. obviously. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there are sort of, uh, uh, there are conventions in different disciplines. So some disciplines will stick to the past tense um, and then some uh, are more keen on the present tense.
1: So there we go. We don't have a hard and fast rule for the abstract. No.
0: No. We don't
2: have hard and fast rules for anything.
0: In the introduction, he says that, I mean, you are uh, including background information that's generally accepted in your field. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so present tense is a good good thing. Uh, yep. So you can say that. It's generally accepted that, yep. blah, 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 and so on. Yeah.
2: But then if you want to bring up seminal work, uh, maybe, you know, uh, Newton, he found. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then you move back to the past tense to do that. And then also, typically, when you sort of zoom in on where your work fits in, this present, which is the present tense, mm-hmm. present perfect is used, you know, mm-hmm. something has shown, mm-hmm. or uh, up till now, yeah. we have seen something.
0: And Studies goes, have
1: focused on this problem, but yeah. have ignored this other thing. Of yeah. course. So yeah.
0: And that goes back to, you can't use just the same tense uh, throughout the text because it will be impossible to understand it. But mm. if you choose a primary tense, uh, yeah. the recommendation here is here. Present tense, it's yeah. A present tense. Mm-hmm.
2: Which,
1: is, which kind of makes sense because you're sort of trying to set up what do things look like right now? Mm-hmm. And how do these things create space for the work mm. that I am mm-hmm. presenting.
2: What about this paper claims yeah. or this paper will claim?
1: This paper shows. Yeah. yeah. Mm. This uh, paper presents this study.
2: Yeah. Do, do we like the present tense there? I do. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I do too. I mean, it used to be that many people would write, I, this paper will show. So that's the future. It's, it's the present but it's like the... Well, there's a big debate. Uh, the future. There's no future tense, really. But mm-hmm. uh, many people used to, st- or shall even, Oof. show. <laughs> uh, but nowadays, it's more in the present tense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: How about method?
2: The past tense is really common there. Yeah. Um, to show that this is what we did, actually. Yeah. Uh, because if you write it in the present tense, it becomes general way it's like instructions for how
1: you do this particular thing and it could be that you're at that stage where you know in this method these are the steps to follow to do this thing but generally speaking this is an account of what you did Mm -hmm. and so the past tense makes sense Mm
0: -hmm. and the same goes goes for results i think i mean you're you use the past tense you're referring to data that you already obtained Mm -hmm. and you're not making any generalizations yet you're discussing Mm-hmm. That dual task performance was inferior to single task performance in, in but other I results. think
1: I think with with results, it depends on the way you're presenting the results. So if yeah. you're talking about things you obtained when you were doing your experiments, yes, but if if it's you're describing what you see in a figure that presents yes. processed results, so yeah, I guess yeah. the difference is between we saw this raw data change, mm-hmm. which leads which led to, you know, the figure, which shows that yeah, this yeah. increases exactly. with increasing temperature. Mm-hmm. Then you can make a shift in tense, yeah. depending on whether you're talking which type of and yeah, we talked about
2: that. that. So, yes. so sort of, you know, your uh, your choice of primary tense or your choice uh, of what uh, to do with this uh, with these figures. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. Discussion tends to work in the present tense if you're talking about interpreting.
0: Yeah, yeah. how mm-hmm.
1: things work together, mm-hmm. what the implications of these things are. Yeah. Um, so things these, like you know, this indicates
2: that. Yeah. So we saw something. If if you're talking about results, which suggests yeah. that when you that yeah. So then you're interpreting. interpreting. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: and that's happening here and now because it's in the paper for mm-hmm. the reader in this moment.
2: So mm-hmm. moving back to your question, Naveen, I mean you can shift tenses in the middle of the sentence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you talk about if you choose the past for your results, you can you then move to the present for your interpretation, and that can be mid sentence. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Conclusion then.
0: It's really complicated. <laughs> yeah, it is. It
2: is. I mean, uh, lots of uh, lots of uh, fields will start with uh, this paper has shown, yep. which is the present tense, but it's the present perfect form, uh, and some uh, just move back to sort of this paper shows. So repeating it. Mm. Uh, and then goes with the present tense, maybe moving back to the past tense to give results. But then you know the conclusion is about the sort of interpretation and the significance of the work. So usually the present tense is quite high up. And but then, I think
0: your yeah. advice is really good. That uh, I mean, find a good paper, so mm-hmm, paper yeah. that you really like, and, and read it with just focus. Focusing on the on the tense, how do they use tense to to get the message across? And, and think what does it s-
2: signal to you? Exactly. And then think of it in this. You know, when you when you do that, uh, think about what does it what does it signal? Does it signal results? Do they talk about the results in the past or the present? Mm-hmm. Uh, do they talk about facts in the past or the present? Uh, do they discuss in the past or the present? So it's it's really about awareness of what is done. Uh, also with tense so not just looking for tense because uh, then you may say okay so they seem to be using the present tense quite a quite a bit but really thinking about what it is that uh, is done in each and every paragraph each and every uh, sentence so basically i
1: think our message is the tense is complicated
2: it is and
1: a reader will interpret tense to have a lot more meaning than maybe you intended
2: can i can. mean yeah and you know people have different um, they were brought up with different conventions yep. and so maybe some will see a figure comment like you talked about mm-hmm. earlier and uh, this increases mm-hmm. and then just react no 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 use the past tense about uh, results mm-hmm. never use the present tense about results and so they will have that reaction yeah. you know i
1: think i think if, if for those of you who are listening who are who are phd students working on developing <laughs> yeah. your own voice yeah don't let your supervisor convince you that there is one way to do this. No, exactly. Be sure that you can stand behind your use of tense, and in everything that you write, because... you can start to develop your way of signaling different ideas you can but you have to tense.
2: but you have to be informed when you do yeah. that so i mean yeah. uh, cuz your supervisor is probably informed in his or her choice mm-hmm. and and will have you know this convention so and can explain why mm-hmm. he or she wants uh, the results to be in the past tense so then you have to think about it too and mm-hmm. and that's okay there are different ways of doing this and and also academic writing changes definitely you know in the different disciplines uh, so what we're using now, like the tenses we're using now, might not be the tenses of tomorrow.
0: So it's inconclusive, but yeah, like, make you up know, your own mind. Like I mean, that's, that's <laughs> the, the best way to try to wrap in itself.
2: an informed way. Yeah, attention <laughs> to tense, because
1: obviously academic writing nerds think about it a okay. lot.
2: Yeah.
0: So until next time.
1: Thanks for listening.
2: And now go write something.